Have you ever wondered why health experts, uh, fitness gurus, and um, trainers often tell you to um, go for a walk or go for a hike or even go for a swim on your recovery days? I have wondered that too. And so we're going to talk about today two types of recovery and why you need both. If you're ready to dive in, let's go. Welcome to the Healthy Habits Podcast. How do working parents like us not only find time to take care of our families, build a successful career, and contribute to society, and at the end of the day still make time to take care of ourselves so we can be better parents, better coworkers, friends, and live a more fulfilled life? How do we learn to balance it all? The secret is in your habits, and it all begins with your health. Find your answers for balance here on the Healthy Habits Podcast. Yay! So, okay, so let's talk about these two types of recovery. They're super important, and here's why. Because every action has an equal and opposite reaction. And if you want that reaction to be positive towards building your body and balancing your health, then you have to take time to recover. Does that make sense? Okay, so let me say that again, maybe in a little bit different wording. When you exercise, when you are active, when you are doing things, right, with your body, when you're not just sitting around, you need to take time to rest and recover so that you can generate energy. So sitting around doesn't necessarily generate energy. Being active doesn't actually or all the time make you tired and exhausted. It's when we only do those things that actually wear us down and wear us out. So um, these, two, these two things, activity and recovery, are really, really important to each other and to what your results, what you want your results to be. Um, and let me give you an example of this. And, and my life actually is a huge example of this, um, especially if you haven't listened to my origin story yet, go back and do that. And I just say that because um, I don't have time to tell, to tell my whole backstory right now. But when I had heart surgery in 2018, I knew I knew that I had caused those problems because I hadn't done the proper recovery for the training that I was requiring of my body. I was requiring this marathon mindset. I was requiring this go, 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 and I was not recovering in the proper way, and so my body had to compensate. And the way that it did that was to um, – enlist the help of other cells in my heart, and that is what caused the problem. Uh, that is even what my doctor, my electrophysiologist, the, the specialist of my heart, taught me was that when we are often in these endurance um, mindsets and these endurance activities, we are go, 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 and never resting, then our body, we're demanding more of our body, right? And so our body, in order to compensate, has to enlist more help. And so it's either going to crash and burn 
or it's going to engage, it's going to enlist the help or join forces um, with other parts of our body to help keep this energy, keep the demand up. And that's exactly what my body did. So, um, and another example would be um, uh, uh, two clients who are a married couple, and they are also good friends of mine. They um, talked about, to me, halfway through the, um, the 28-day Jumpstart Challenge that they, that they were a part of with me, um, and they joined at the beginning to give me massive feedback. They joined um, with, the, with the hopes of losing weight, right, with the hopes of shedding some pounds and um, getting physically fit. But that's not actually what we were after in that challenge. What they really were focused on was creating balance in their life. And so what happened at the end was at the end of the challenge, I asked them to tell me what they had discovered from this challenge. And they said that instead of working out five or six days a week um, and being sore and, uh, uh, you know, working out so hard that they found themselves not wanting to or not even being able to do an exercise the next day because of injury, um, they were able to space out their workouts and it didn't create weight gain, right, because exercise does not – does not help you lose weight like we think it does. This is a, a massive myth in our health and fitness world today is that exercise is the key to losing weight, and it's not. And so um, my friends, Bart and Tracy, they, um, they realized that they didn't have to exercise every day. In fact, they needed that recovery in between each day that they exercised and more if they were doing something higher, uh, you know, with like higher intensity. Uh, if they were doing something longer and harder, they needed to rest more. And um, they said that they were feeling stronger at the, by the end of that challenge. And in spite of the scale not moving on its numbers, they were feeling healthier than they had before. They were feeling more in control of their mental, physical, um, social health, and their family relationships were better. They were better. And so um, this recovery is a really, really important part of our overall health um, because when we create these massive imbalances with dieting and exercise, and even when we work ourselves to death, and we come home and then we think, oh, well, our family's okay. They don't really need to spend time with us. We need to get, I need to get more work done, right? No, 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 no. That is not, that's not the whole point of going to work. The whole point is to go and work and be effective and come home and recover so that you can go the next day. Now, that's another story in and of itself uh, for another podcast. But my point is this, that the two types of recovery that you need in your life are both active recovery and passive recovery. The one that we've been talking about right now is the passive recovery, the one where you go to work and then you come home and you um, disconnect from the things that you've been doing. You, you compartmentalize, right? You put your work in one compartment and you say, 
uh, either I am happy with what I was with what I could accomplish, and um, now it's time for me to focus on something else, or you say, you know what, I'm not satisfied with that. Here's what I'm going to do. Better um, beginning when I start my work the next day. Because if we just keep pushing ourselves and pushing ourselves and pushing ourselves, we're not going to get better at it. We're only going to get worse. We're only going to get worse. Our health is only going to get worse. Our success is only going to go downhill, right? Instead of success, you're going to run into, and not failure, but you're going to run into destruction. You're going to run into depression and a lot of other destructive habits. So that is passive recovery to me, sitting on the couch, reading a book, sitting at the beach, by the poolside, whatever you call it, even taking a nap. That is passive recovery. And dare I say, a nap would fall into categories of both active and passive recovery um, because you are not being active at all, but you are actively recovering um, from uh, often from deprivation and from um, from use, right? From using that energy, those energy stores, and you need to replenish. So it's a renewing thing, and that is the next thing I want to talk about: is the renewal that active recovery brings. I want to take a minute first to thank our sponsors of this podcast. Have you ever wanted to make a podcast? Have you ever had ideas in your head and you just need to get them out now? A podcast is a great way to do that. And the best platform I have found is Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, it's free. I mean, that's like that's like top of the line, right? You, If you're going to make a podcast and you don't have any money to invest in anything to get your voice heard right now, free is the best, is the only way to do it. So there's that. Then there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. So no need to worry about fancy gadgets or uh, making sure that you're even sitting down at a computer when you wanna get your thought out and publish your podcast. Or if you are with another friend and you want to, you know, um, interview someone or um, share a thought while you're on the road, doing it right from your phone is really an advantage. I can't tell you how um, how easy it has made my life um, when trying to publish a podcast. So I am so thankful to have. Um, Anchor as our sponsor for our show today. And if you are ready to make your podcast and let your voice be heard, go to anchor.fm and sign up today for your free account. So I don't know about you, but I am not a person who does very well sitting down. I can't sit for very long because I feel bored. Um, I don't feel like I'm doing much. And so I really appreciate what I can do with active recovery. Now, active recovery is a great way for you to recover from high-intensity exercise and um, helps you to decrease your stress levels, both caused by exercise and by environment or outside forces, whether it has to do with your career or your family or even um, 
even turmoil, inner turmoil, right? It is a great stress reliever. Active recovery is a great stress reliever. Um, active recovery helps to regenerate and um, renew the energy lost during those during those experiences. And so here are some examples of why of what active recovery is like, because we've already talked about the why. Why it's so it's so so important for you to have it in your life, because you can't keep you can't keep um, you can't keep a good dog down, right? <laughs> you you can't sit still and think that that is the only way or or um, get the correct results that you want. Um, by just sitting, okay? Sitting is super necessary. Laying down, um, that kind of rest and relaxation, the, the decompressing part of recovery. But that's passive recovery. We've already talked about that. And there is a place for that. But active recovery are things like going for a walk. Uh, this is something we love to do after dinner, my family and I, especially now at this point in time in, in our world. Um, going for walks is really, really important for us to get outside to see life around us rather than just our own lives. It's hard to be so, um, so withdrawn inside and not feel like I can share myself with the world. And so when we get outside, that in in a small sense, is something that I feel renews my spirit. It renews my body. It kind of gets my senses going because you're so used to things inside, inside your house, inside your routine, inside your mind. You're so used to everything going on that it's nice to see something outside yourself, something bigger than yourself, uh, and notice that maybe things aren't always as we think they are, right? Perception is reality, and so we need to change that perception. So this active recovery almost helps with, um, oh, now I had a brain fart. It helps with, um, with feeling isolated. It helps with the isolation. Uh, this active recovery helps just as much, much with your mental health as it does with your physical health. So what are some examples of active recovery? Well, going for a walk, like I said, is a great example. I want you to tell me what things you love to do for active recovery. There are other things if, if I could go swimming, if we had a pool, we don't have a pool, but um, if I could go to the gym, I would go swimming because um, – it does get your heart rate up, but only if you're swimming laps like constantly. And friends, I have four kids. I can't swim laps right now. It's not the time of my life. So um, while I do love doing that, being in the swimming pool and jumping around and splashing, that is active recovery. Going for a hike, uh, that is something that I love to do, and I can't wait to get out and do that. Um, find some places now where I've lived, where I'm living right now that are new to me that we can go hiking and keep a safe distance um, to keep people safe. Um, but those are, those are my active recovery tools. Um, going for a walk, 
uh, going for a hike, going swimming. Uh, there are lots of other things that you can do. Gardening, um, playing outside with your kids. Um, you know, if you live in the city, um, you can go for a walk. Uh, gosh, I just, I know that there's an endless list of things, but I want to hear what your ideas are of active recovery. So join our Facebook group. Um, you can go to Amy Carter, Healthy Me, Healthy We, and join us there and share with me some of your active recovery ideas, or go to our Facebook group called Life in Balance. Uh, because this is where people really see um, uh, where you can really support each other and share with each other what you think your uh, or what you have as your ideas of active recovery. Uh, and we can talk about this more within the group, and I think that would be awesome. So I can't wait to hear what you have to say, and um, I hope this has been helpful in knowing that your exercise is important, but your active recovery and your passive recovery are just as important, if not more important. Now, here's another tip on the type of recovery that you need um, to your exercising. Hey, if I can just share with you something that I'm going to start on Sunday, I really hope you'll join me for this. It's called the Eight Day Beyond Body Challenge because while our health is so, so very important, it's more than just physical, right? It includes our spiritual, our mental, our personal growth, which is our intellectual and, um, and our social um, health. All of those things intertwine make us who we are. And so in this Eight Day Beyond Body Challenge, we're going to talk about the things that you can do physically, the things that you can do socially, the things that you can do intellectually and um, physically, if I've gotten all four of those, um, to create balance in your life and upgrade your health. So if you are ready to join me for the 8 Day Beyond Body Challenge, it's free and the link is in the show notes. Just go to Facebook.com and look for the 8 Day Beyond Body Challenge and join us in that group for things that you can do today to help your health because, my friends, we need this more than ever and you need it because you are worth something. You are worth taking care of so you can better help take care of those around you who are going to need you. So go to Facebook and look for the 8 Day Beyond Body Challenge or look in the show notes and join us because Sunday we're going to start creating exceptional balance in your life. Stay healthy, my friends. I was sharing a few minutes ago about how sleep fits in both active and passive recovery categories, and it does. Sleep is probably the number one factor for proper recovery. Um, along with your nutrition. Now, if you haven't listened to our uh, our getting your nutrition on, um, you need to listen to that because your nutrition plays a really important role in recovery. Again, my personal experience is that my nutrition um, was not the proper way uh, or I was not nourishing myself properly for the training that I was demanding of my body. So 
that was one of the factors. Uh, and then I was not getting enough sleep. I had too much stress on my plate. So there are so many other factors um, to to getting to where you want to be and getting your goals aligned with your values and aligned with um, what's really important in your life, right? That's what your values are. And if you want to live a balanced life, you have to be aligned with your values. So sleep will help you to recover both actively and passively. Um, it is because uh, if you do not get enough sleep the night before and you sacrifice your, your sleep for a workout, that workout's not going to help you. It's not going to help you as much as getting that extra sleep would. Now, this is not an excuse for you to sleep in 10 to 12 hours a day and decide that, well, I just don't have time to exercise. Um, if you have it set, draw your line in the sand. If you have your exercise scheduled, don't compromise. Don't negotiate with yourself. I want you to, I want you to set your point and follow through to, um, to be aligned with what you have in mind for yourself, okay? Uh, sleep is more important than getting up and doing that extra exercise, that extra workout. You will always have time for it if you make it a priority. So make sure that you're getting enough sleep because that is your number one tool, my friends to shed that weight to help balance your hormones and get your metabolism revved up and help you to have more energy, okay? That exercise is important for your mental health. And believe me, someone who is married to someone who struggles with depression and anxiety, that mental health is so very important. So please hear me out when I say you can sacrifice your exercising. What I am saying is do not sacrifice your sleep to exercise, okay? I want you to make sure that your sleep is as much a priority as your exercise. So now go plan that exercise and make sure you are doing those things to get enough sleep and to recovery so that you can feel your best and be your best. And I'll catch you on the next podcast, my friends. Thanks so much for joining me. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. I hope this leaves you feeling more empowered and excited to start practicing just one healthy habit. The most effective way to make your habits stick is to share them. So please share with me on Facebook or Instagram what you are going to do so I can offer support and help hold you accountable. Heaven knows we all need that. Then share this podcast and your new healthy habit with a friend so you can increase the number of people in your corner cheering you on and also make a difference by contributing to someone else making a positive change in their lives because a healthy we begins with a healthy me. Yes, it all starts with you. Make it a great day, my friend.